This is our campfire. I built it just for you. After that long day of adventure on the trail of yours, you can come to our campfire and pull up a log. There's room here for you. It's a safe space where you can take off your ponytail, you can take off your bra, and kick back into some comfortable clothes. We'll fill up your cup with, you know, an adult beverage. <laughs> and we can talk in the dark about the things that really matter. We can talk vulnerably. We can get real. Uh, it's safe here. Come join us. Welcome back to the Trail of Adventure podcast. This is story time. So every week, I'm always reading, 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 reading tons of books. And on story time, I take a little piece of one of those books that I'm reading and I share it with you. Um, and hopefully it's a new idea, new concept, new way of thinking about things that get your brain going. So let's dive in. This week, we're reading from a really great book called Lois Hole Speaks. And it's a collection of stories from Lois Hole um, that were edited by Mark Lissack, um, speeches she gave over many years. And if you don't know who Lois Hole is, she is a master gardener, a school trustee, a university chancellor, a lieutenant governor, and a generous spirit. Um, she lived her life with a lot of passion and a lot of conviction, and she is pretty amazing uh, entrepreneur, author, politician, and gardener. She actually is um, a lot of the reason that I knew what to grow <laughs> in Edmonton. Um, so her and I's path has crossed before in gardening, and it crossed again um, when I was pregnant with my children as the hospital that, as a high-risk woman I had to go to, had been named um, in her honor. Um, and the rooftop garden that was there actually gave me a lot of peace during a process I really couldn't control. So I already love her, <laughs> in short, but I've really fallen even deeper in love with her reading her book um, because there's some really interesting little slices of her life and I found that we indeed actually have a lot of other, um, you know, values that we hold to be true in common and opinions. And she has a way of just um, speaking them so lovely. So anyway, this is the one that made me cry today. What it means to be a writer. It was a speech she gave to the Krimina School Literacy Project, October 30th, 2001. Hello everyone, your teachers have asked me to talk to about what it means to be a writer. I had to think about on that for a while, but after careful consideration, here are my thoughts on what it means to be a writer. To me, being a writer means first and foremost being truthful, no matter what your subject. When I write about gardening, of course I tell the truth, because otherwise my books would be useless. But it's not just as important to tell the truth when telling stories. It's just as important, sorry. It's just as important to tell the truth when telling stories. Sometimes this won't mean the literal truth, but more universal or personal truths about life, learning, relationships, and the problems that trouble us all. More importantly, being a writer means being true to yourself and true to your readers. When you write, whether it's a novel, a story, or an essay, it's important to write what you want and not what you think people want to read. 
Readers are smart, and they'll see through that kind of deception right away. Of course, you also have to take care to know and understand your subject, because otherwise your readers will be disappointed. The most important thing to me is to make sure that the reader gets something valuable from the reading experience. Whether that means a useful bit of practical information, some new concept to think about, or even just a smile from an entertaining story. There's no greater compliment than having one of your readers tell you they enjoyed your book or story. Being a good writer means always being faithful and true to yourself and your audience. And that's a lesson that's true of any job, when you think about it, whether it's a carpenter, a painter, or even a politician. Not everyone is interested in becoming a full-time writer, and that's just fine. It would be a pretty boring world if we were all interested in the same things. But if you do want to write, then read everything you can get your hands on. And if you want to be a writer, you should try and read outside your normal interests, just to learn more about the world around you. And you should go out and do more in the real world props by volunteering for charity or participating in a couple of school clubs. Not only will you be helping out the other people, you'll be learning at the same time and getting the experience you need to be a writer who has something to say. In closing, if you want to write, please don't be shy about it. The world needs new ideas and new voices, and I know that you people have important things to share. Whether your writing touches the lives of thousands of people, just a few friends, the important thing is that you've given your readers something new to think about. And that's what writing is all about. Thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode useful, I double dog dare you to send it to a friend.